And welcome back to The Smoke Break. I'm your host, your old pal, Zate, here with Zoe Schwartz. Hello, we're back. And Logan Lothmiller. Hey! <laughs> We've been gone for a little bit, for a little bit, but we're fi- We're bringing him back. We couldn't stay away. Welcome uh, back. Yeah, well, thank you for being our first our first guest back. I'm yeah. happy to be. Great, yeah. fresh start. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the The topic that you wanted to talk about uh, talk about with us was grief. Um, tell me a little yes. bit why that was something you wanted to talk about. Oh, well... Why we not wanted we made to? You talk about I was going to say we should refer. You guys <laughs> yeah, asked me yeah. if I, about if I wanted. To. Why did Why did I want you to talk yeah, about? Yeah, it? I'm a, let's be a little. <laughs> I, I don't want to be like be like. I know what I want to talk yeah, about. No, I want to talk about death. We're like, <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> For the first episode back, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Diving in deep. Uh... So, why, no, why, why, did, did, I want why to... did we want you to talk about grief? Well, I, I honestly, I, I figured it was because I'd had friends pass away, close friends pass away in the past two years. Um. I don't know. I feel I feel like that's what would the expected thing yeah. would be, but like I feel like that uh most of my perspectives on grief stemmed from uh man, we are going in deep fast. Absolutely. Yeah. Like uh Welcome. that's how we do it here. Yeah. <laughs> um my sister passed away when I was two thousand and two thousand fifteen. Okay. But um and it was a gnarly way to go. Yeah, I'm sorry. Was, yeah. But uh yeah, and so, dealing with that yeah. was I Dealt with it so poorly <laughs> yeah. that shit spun out up in control, and I was like, I need to not deal with grief like this ever yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> like, that yeah. was yeah. a hard yeah. lesson. Well, I mean, especially, like, I don't think that, like, grief really hits you until it's somebody that, that is that close to you, you know? Or it's different yeah. when it's someone that close to you. Yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, like, is, I lost too. grandparents, but, like, yeah, they kind it. of left right. within their time, Yeah, you know? So it's, like, somebody that you're expecting to go, It's you know? slow. It happens, and yeah. then eventually. Yeah. Yeah. The circumstances make a huge difference on the impact. Oh, for sure. And the yeah. way that you deal with it, I'm sure, right? Yeah. 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 How old were you when your sister passed? Uh, 2015, so... Uh, 20 something Damn, I'm bad with math oh you're very sweet <laughs> like how old are you that would be that'd be uh 35 yeah okay, okay 34 35 yeah yeah and you said that you like spun out like what did that look like uh literally i feel like that's the analogy i've made before is i feel like uh it was like a fishtailing car like you immediately know something's wrong and you're like this feels bad and just gets wider and wider and wider yeah Wow, that's a that's um, a really good way of putting it. Yeah, that's a good visual. Is, is kind of like you feel like you're out. You feel like you're beginning to be out of control, but like even when trying to control it, it's just right. causing it to. Yeah, you're overcorrecting. Right, and if you don't spin it or yeah. lean into the curve, then you will totally. tumble off of the road, which yeah. is what happened. Yeah. It was like yeah. when we were talking about my first car and how I used to hit things all the time. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I was <laughs> bad at overcorrecting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think that that that, that overcorrecting kind of makes sense because, like, you are feeling all that pain. You're like, what's the opposite of that pain? Oh, for me, it's numbing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah like. Uh, like in reference to like uh like stages of grief, are you familiar with those? I, I was at a time. I feel like I've made up my own now yeah. <laughs> ways yeah. of coping with each part that like came at me. But uh Yeah. I would be curious to actually hear what they are because yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, we were talking um, about yeah. I mean it's kind of like a like a more, I don't know, like formulaic way of thinking about right. grief. And I and I think also there's like a misconception that they're supposed to go in order. And I don't think everybody goes through. It's basically one of those theories that's like, this is kind of what it's like, but also not all the time. And also it's different for everybody. Mm. So it's just kind <laughs> yes. of like a template to sort of understand. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's like denial, shock, uh, anger. Wait, let me look. I have <laughs> Denial, shock, anger, dropping your phone. Yeah. Um... <laughs> well, the shock one, I feel like that is universal. I don't yeah. feel like there's, we were talking about that a little bit. Like the... Uh, 
someone compared it once to like a like when you're watching a movie and a bomb goes off and there's that squee- yeah. and everything's just disorienting. Yeah. You yeah. are just like kind of in a tornado. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I think death is like it's such a it's like we you you can experience it from the perspective of losing someone. And obviously, like we said, like how close that person is to you, yeah. what the circumstances of the death were, how sudden it was, like all the things can make a big difference on like how we process it, you know? So I think like also the way, yeah, like, so I think how you, where you go on the stages of grief and like how much denial is involved probably, you know, but but I think, yeah, but just like, because we don't know what death feels like. We only know what it feels like. We only know what, we don't know what it is. I guess if you're religious, you think you think you sure you know what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I think there's a sense of like, what does this mean kind of right? Like even like not even the loss also, but just even death itself being this like abstract concept. Our bodies and our brain don't really know how to process something that we don't actually know what it is. Right. Yeah. So yeah, denial. What was the other one? Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance were the, like there's a bunch of different yeah. Stages along the way. Stages well, and even way. like different ideas about the stages. Like those are the kind of basic ones. You know? Yeah, like denial's a pretty common one too. That's yeah. the, that's the like we we feel like I I feel like at any moment he could walk right through that yeah, door. Definitely, or, or definitely. Like that. Like, it doesn't you haven't really connected with that they're they're not going to be. There's so many circumstances you haven't even hit yet. Yeah, you're yeah. like. I don't go camping very often. Sometimes when I go camping, I'm like, oh, right, fucking he would give it. Like, yeah, totally. definitely. I yeah. think that's a really good one, too, is like when you do things that you used to do together, you kind of like have those associations of like, oh, yeah, this was something that we used to do together. Right. Like mm-hmm. for me, it was listening. And years to- can pass sometimes mm-hmm. before you like hit. You'll be like, oh, fuck, I forgot. Yeah, it's like a new stage of grief every time some mile marker comes up where they should have been there. Or you expected them to yeah. be there. Like it's a whole yeah. different. Yeah. Well, for me, it was like listening to atmosphere because that was like mm. this, 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 there's this girl that like I was just, we were amazing friends and we were supposed to go see an atmosphere concert together and we would always drive around, smoke weed, listen to atmosphere. So it's like whenever I hear that, like it just, it's like, oh yeah, you should be here. Or yeah. like, I want to tell you about everything that's happened so far. Or I remember rapping for you and you being like, I think you can do it. You know, it's like all Aww. those little milestones and stuff that you kind of want to share with people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Um, so like, as far as like coping with grief, do you feel like there's, uh, I guess things that you did before that you don't do now or things that you didn't do then and do now? Uh, definitely. I feel like I went above and beyond with the denial part in, in that I would like try to prove to myself that I was fine with it. Mm. Like in, um, well, I guess this is going to expose what she, she, she took her own life. And mm. so I like volunteered for a suicide hotline. Wow. I went you. through like, well, I didn't, that's, I made it to the very last phase. I was like an eight week thing and I made it to the last phase, uh, like right before we we're going to start taking calls. And that same week, my niece attempted. Oh, and, wow. And I was like, nope, mm, nope, yeah. nope. And going back. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Stepped. But I mean, the, fact the whole that- thing that I know, I mean, it was kind endeavor, but like yeah. it was a dumb thing to do <laughs> like, yeah was, i was in no place to yeah. do that yeah yeah and but i took I... some role that was uh i was acting a lot at the time and i took this uh <laughs> this was one of the three times that i played satan but uh <laughs> right that was i love when stories start off like that <laughs> but yeah that was the last role i big role i'd had i've had uh but it was uh I was Satan trying to convince someone to take their own life. Oh wow! Oh, wow, that yeah. must have been really difficult. Well, I part of acting is is you're wanting to like you're like oh I've got a lot that I can bring to this and yeah. it's gonna oh, yeah, be something totally. that's personal and gonna be something that's like fucked up and sometimes 
you'll come out on the other side like, oh, I kind of worked through some shit. Yeah. But didn't happen with that one. No, that yeah. one just, just made it worse. Yeah. I only watched that once and I was yeah. like, I can't watch this again. Yeah. That was, yeah. I had something happen. Where, I, I worked on a, a crisis line for a while. Like a, It was like a domestic violence crisis line. And obviously you get all sorts of, because some people will just call any crisis line they can call because we don't have enough resources for people, you know? Right. So I would yeah. get all sorts of phone calls, not just people dealing with DV or whatever. But yeah, I had um, somebody call and talk about, and I, or maybe it was, I, either way, it was in like one of my social work positions and I totally had like a, because I had a really close friend kill themselves on like my high school graduation night. And that was obviously really impactful mm. and like shaped kind of that area of that time in my life. And I had a reaction like I didn't know I was, I, I thought I was like, had processed it more, but having right. someone come to me directly. And obviously like I work in mental health now, so I've overcome that. But it was like, oh shit, I'm not totally ready for this part of this yeah. job. <laughs> like yeah. I was, it really triggered me and I was like, wow, okay, so yeah. Yeah, that was uh, Well, I mean, like I I think that it's it's really cool that you did try to to help in a way like yeah. help in a situation where you probably felt like hopeless, out of right? control, hopeless, yeah. you know, like like you didn't have any impact. So I think it's cool that you tried that, but even just recognizing that like you're not in a place to help somebody through something that you haven't worked through yourself. Right. Yeah. Um because like, you know, like I'm I'm working in mental health now. I work with a lot of people who uh struggle with uh being non-consensus reality based, which is just a face fancy word of saying not in the reality, not sharing our same reality yeah. or yeah. an understanding of the same reality and it's like that was something that like at first when I started working with them, I was like, oh, I, th I have space for this. But then there was just this this moment where like I saw everybody was mad at them and upset with them but, and like had no understanding of how they were struggling. Mm -hmm. mm. And it was like it just took me back into this like, oh, maybe I'm not ready to help this person in that way because this oh. is very real for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's um, something that's still at the forefront of your mind. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So like that was a five dollar word you pulled out back there. Yeah. yeah Non-consensus <laughs> reality based. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's interesting how like your denial, like your like that your conception of that stage for you was like almost like overcompensating. Yes, like like I'm 100%. so healed that I'm like able to work with people. That I'll are, show you how yeah, healed I yeah, am. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, yeah it not was, just like I'm not dealing with this. It's like no, I've dealt with it and I have mastered it. And now that, I can help other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's like a, I mean, it, it seems was like definitely that. It was very like good intention though. Like obviously, it's better than just being like I'm not even dealing with this. Yeah. Maybe well, not better, I feel but. like a lot of that stuff is just like. <laughs> And this is now how I address when I actually, I feel like the, my friends that passed away, I feel like I dealt with that like a champ. Honestly, I yeah. felt very good about how, how all that yeah. went down. But like, I, um, I feel like now I kind of have a, it's just, it was just tail spinning. Like I said before. Yeah. And now when shit like that happens, I kind of, um, I don't know, different mental health things talk about it. It's a little woo woo too, but the observer or the witness yeah. kind of thing when you, step outside of yourself yeah and you're kind of just observing yourself yeah, yeah. it's kind of like parking the car and just being like you know what i was fishtailed there for a second let's just stop yeah. the car take a set let's smoke a cigarette and just look at the car for a second <laughs> well the car's still moving <laughs> like it's not even pulled over yeah. so. ghost riding the whip okay well I, I, feel, I feel like it's like you're still in the tornado like emotions are gonna be like just yeah but you're not in the eye of the tornado you're yeah. watching the tornado from a bunkers yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you're like a storm chaser yeah yeah do you feel like that was something that like you developed the skill to do through like other aspects of working on your mental health before that or just specifically through the experience of like having a really hard time processing that bigger oh no it was before specifically with my sister that was yeah i should kept spiraling and uh we'll get into the next topic about sobriety <laughs> next but that was 
I feel like things were coming to a head where I was worried about my own survival. And oh, yeah. that was where priorities of dealing with death became like, I have to figure out yeah. how to do this better. Well, and I think just even like coming to the realization that like this is something you are going to have to deal with for forever right. or someone is going to have to deal with in reference to you. Yeah. You know, like, no, I was so. afraid of what would happen the next time something yeah. like that happened. Yeah. 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 Well, I think, yeah, that's that's definitely at least for me a tendency of like if I react to something a certain way one time, my fear is that I'm going to react that same way, right. you know, like but not even like factoring in that like I've built more skills or that like I have more support or that, yeah. you know, all the all the different things that may factor to be handling it better you know yeah that makes me think about how like uh like i've had a couple experiences with clients where like and i learned this like in my like in my internship i had a client that was like really afraid of like something there was like her biggest fear around her anxiety she was dealing with and then it was like something really similar to that happened and then it was almost like she was able to acknowledge her growth like so much more because Mm -hmm. she actually so it's like sometimes i mean not like there's never it's never a good thing that something tragic happens but as far as you uh, like seeing the progress that you've made like being able to handle it that way it's almost like Having something like the the thing you're fearing happen sometimes can really show you. Yeah. How, yeah. Not that it's ever positive. But. What but you don't know what problems you have until you yeah. have something that like brings them popping out. Yeah. 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 Or Absolutely. or like the growth you've made like versus the first time you went through that and the more yeah. recent times seeing like, wow, I've actually really like learned how to cope in a lot more yeah. productive like healthy ways. Yeah. Um, how is the ex- acceptance kind of like factored in for for you? Do you feel yeah, like that was it? like a, a a place on the Um, I don't know. I feel like that's one I just like that you can't have a clock on it. So I just kind of let that do its. It'll like it'll happen when it happens. Yeah, and let it just kind of dissipate in. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't really have a. I I let I leave that one up to uh, I leave that one up to the universe, man. (laughs) (laughs) Just it's gonna do its thing. So would you say you're like working on it but you don't feel like it's like i think the key is that it's there's never like a end point with grief like you we care we have right we're gonna grieve for for as long as yeah 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 are alive but but there's a place where the grief isn't like as upsetting to pro you know or it's not as upsetting to think about the person oh right there's never gonna be a moment well all done with that one yeah yeah so what is acceptance forever yeah like yeah it's probably different for everybody right like i was gonna say one thing that like uh i feel like the biggest thing i took away from the first thing um when my sister passed was the feeling of like 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 i felt like i couldn't feel like if i felt happy i felt guilty yeah like if i felt good if i was having like a good day within like a month of when it happened then i was like it felt like i didn't care about her i felt like i was like not honoring what had happened or that like i felt shitty for feeling happy yeah 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 Yeah, that's hard it's a persistent thought and feeling when shit like that's happening. Yeah. Totally. And like being and they wouldn't want that for you. Exactly. No. Exactly. Yeah. Like if yeah. I, I yeah. imagine that they were struggling themselves with finding happiness. So it's like the you finding happiness would be more honoring their memory yeah. than maybe yeah. staying inside of something like yeah, that. Yeah. That, yeah, that's confusing. Yeah, because it's like you feel bad, but then also like that's wouldn't make them feel better. So then you're like, No, I shouldn't feel yeah. It's like, There's yeah. nothing that you shouldn't yeah, feel. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Like, that's, right. Yeah. Yeah. Including happy shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah, no, for sure. And yeah. yeah, and you're right. Like being sad forever is not a better solution. Than, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is confusing. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Well, we're going to take a real quick commercial break. and We'll be right back with the smoke break. 
And we are back with the smoke break. I'm your host, Joel Palzade, here with Zoe Schwartz. Hello. And Logan Lothmiller. Hey. Thank you so much for joining us. Zoe? Yeah. I stole your greeting. <laughs> <laughs> I, as soon as you did it, it threw me off. Done. I was like, what do I do? Yeah, he's all, I was like, uh... point him at myself. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. We wanted to, so the next topic we kind of wanted to cover is uh, sobriety, but we also talked about how your experience so like we want to know about why'd you pick me for sobriety (laughs) (laughs) yeah like how did your experiences with grief sort of lead into the process of deciding to get sober and what did that look like for you um that was i mean that was a big coping mechanism obviously i was i had addiction problems before that that was but it was uh and honestly it was it was like this was like five years or more after that i even like sobriety was even on the table Mm -hmm. yeah and oh. probably another three years after that till it actually like happened in completeness. So Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think like, you know, taking losses like that kind of makes you reanalyze, you know, just like am I am I dealing with this the, the healthiest way or just the only way I know how to right now? Right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of self medicating going down. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. interesting too though, that like you started thinking like this is probably something I need to address, but it took three years before it actually solidified as like something you were yeah. successful at or like confirmed well, that you were doing it well also a lot of people i'm i was not like sober on everything that's yeah. like i sure. i quit pills i quit weed i quit booze and those yeah. there's probably two years in between each of those uh, yeah oh you did it like yeah you like progressively got sober right. yeah yeah booze was the last to go and that was but i mean i for me i feel like that's almost easier than just quitting everything all of a sudden because it's yeah. like you know for me like using is and was like a coping mechanism yeah. so it's yeah. like to to be like i'm using uh this coping ne- mechanism to deal with grief and now this coping mechanism's gone but the grief is still there now what do i do right yeah uh, like, it gave you time to like develop new coping mechanisms slowly yeah. over time instead of just like boom you need 10 more like you know yeah <laughs> new yeah. ones yeah yeah what was it like well mostly it was each each one was a necessity like yeah, yeah. pills was like i could die like yeah. that was yeah. that was there were moments where like that yep yeah yeah that's a big that's a big big issue there mm-hmm. yeah let's try to avoid that yeah weed was like i i i, I get and this is portland like weed is the devil it's not a popular opinion here but i uh, for me it was i just cannot connect with people yeah when i'm yeah. stoned and i realize a lot of other people are like i watch comedians who are like i'm about to go on stage hold on i'm like yeah I yeah know. i watch that every time just, <laughs> just like I, i'm like and they crush yeah, yeah. yeah. So different brains, different yeah. different like, strains. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Different strains for different brains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I had a blast if I was like smoking weed at home alone. Yeah. Yeah. But it would linger for like a full 24 hours. Oh, I would be really? foggy and like yeah. not able to connect with people. And that's interesting because like me, like I like to smoke weed, but like I don't like to smoke weed with people I'm not familiar with. Yeah. yeah. So it's like if I'm like at home smoking weed, I'm like, this is fine, you know? Yeah. But like yeah. it's it definitely I think like understanding that like each of these things has a certain place for certain people at certain right. times, mm-hmm. you know, like you just yeah, like even having compassion for yourself, like, hey, like at the time, like, you know, maybe pills may have killed me, but like to, on certain days they kept me alive. I mean, they could have killed me, you mean? Yeah, that's, yeah. Did, <laughs> did I say killed me? You said maybe pills maybe killed me, and I'm like, I don't <laughs> think they did. <laughs> so maybe, the, I, I honestly, I would say maybe the benzos, because I was actually prescribed those for a little while, but like yeah. the other ones, I'm like, 
No, nah, I think they were just killing me. Yeah. Like, really? Was really? Yeah. 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 I don't know how much good those were ever yeah. doing. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I guess like, you know, because like I work in harm reduction. So like, you know, something that like my my boss had kind of made a point of is just like, you know, like self-harm, you know, whether it's like, you know, like physically harming yourself or even yeah. just like if you considered getting high or doing drugs as self-harm, it's just like, like that's keeping you alive, which is keeping you from like, you know, maybe taking your own life. And like the idea that like, no, that's valid. Dead people can't make better decisions. Sometimes, you know, like I'd, I'd actually talk to a comic doing that instead of something. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, I talked to a comic that was talking about like wanting to have taken their own life and coming very, 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 very close to it. Um, But like they, they had kind of said like, I kind of wish I would have just drank. You know, mm-hmm. where it's like, it, like, because to make that big of a decision, you know, over like, oh, you know, I, I just have to like keep these numbers that like I got, you know, I've been sober for this long and I don't want to mess that up. And mm-hmm. it's like you would mess up your your streak of living life before you would mess up your streak of being sober. Mm-hmm. Like that's just it was it was just very interesting oh, that's to me. Actually, when I was in training for the suicide hotline, that was there. That was the end of the call is like, what are you going to do now? Like, yeah. what, are you, what are you what is your future plans right for the how are you going to get through the rest of this yeah night? totally yeah. it was never like long nothing long term was on yeah. that call it was yeah. always like what's yeah. going to happen now yeah, yeah. Until, exactly yeah because it's yeah. stressful to think about far ahead in the future when you're considering that you don't want to be here right like it's right. probably more realistic to be like how do we stay alive today yes yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. yeah yeah well i think even like the way that you talked about getting sober feels like harm reduction or like you know some form of yeah. that because you slowly got sober in a way that allowed you to like scaffold like developing new coping tools it sounds like i organized no it was just like well this one is gonna each one became was a necessity the booze was like i got gastritis and i was literally hurting my body because i was drinking too so much that like my stomach lining was like getting inflamed and like yeah i kept drinking it would irritate it more and then yeah 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 but But i mean oh go ahead (laughs) i even waited that one out till it healed and then went right back to yeah Yeah. Yeah. that wasn't the last part yeah well, I mean, but I think that's a good thing for some people to think about, too. It's like, I think some people think, like, I think I need to get sober. Or I need to address my relationship with substances. And then they're like, if I can't just do it, then I failed and there's no point right. in trying. And I think yeah. your story yeah. shows that, like, it doesn't have to be, like, a straight line. No. It can be a process of reducing the amount of substances that you're using to a point where you don't need them anymore. What is the thing that's most toxic to you in that moment? Yeah. Like, yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Or you can like it's California sober is super popular. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's the that's the way that I do. Is it that because, weed and mushrooms? Yeah. You're allowed to do weed and mushrooms if you're yeah. California sober. Yeah. I think yeah. like Oregon sober too, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I like for me, it's like I realized the role that alcohol <laughs> was playing in my life and I realized the things that it wasn't allowing me to have. Right. So mm-hmm. like I made a decision that I didn't want to have that as a part of my life. But when I looked at other substances, I, you know, I was like, hey, is this causing the same amount of problems, you know, or challenges uh, that, you know, the alcohol is? And because it wasn't, I was like, okay, this is something I can have in my life to a healthy extent. Right. Um, And yeah, it's something that like my boss had said, just kind of like in reference to sobriety is that like, I think there's always this tendency to be like, I have a streak instead Mm -hmm. of like at the end of the year being like, I had 200 days sober. You know, right. like counting how much you had collectively yeah. instead of, you know, a streak in a row. Yeah, that's because, a good point. Yeah, yeah you counts. could miss one day and still yeah. have 364 days of being sober, you know, yeah. instead of being like, I relapsed this year. Oh, what yeah. does it matter? You're right. That's so, right. yeah, that you're right. That's such an all or nothing way of thinking of it. It's totally. a lot of achievement. <laughs> yeah. 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 200 days, you killed it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Well, what about AA? You kind of mentioned some experiences oh, yeah. with AA that might be worth uh, talking and about. It, well, if, and I want to be very cl- clear, like, I, I will condense five minutes into like one sentence like 
AA is great for a lot of people, and yes. I fully support people involved. I've seen it do work wonders for people. Yes, it did not work for me. Like yeah. I, I feel like uh, it, and I and I feel like it's not always great for everybody. I feel like yeah. I've heard some criticisms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's for me. It was just like it just kept reinforcing the addiction. Like like it's it just kept reminding you yeah. that you have a problem. You have a problem. You have a problem. Yeah. You have a problem. You have a problem. Instead of like redirecting myself towards something else, yeah, like life, the other well, things about living you. life, yeah, was yeah. my like, I don't know. Well, I I guess for me, like with AA, the problem I always had is like I guess I never really wanted to be kicked out of another family, you know, because oh. you know, because it's like <laughs> it's just very sad. Um, me but, vulnerable to all. <laughs> but I mean, like I I feel like when when we're using like there's a there's a tendency. Yeah, give me that, give me that hug. Give me that hug. It's like fucking up the audio. <laughs> 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 um, but like there, I won't kick you out of my family. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like this when when you're using and you're sorry when you're using and and you are in engaging in like risky behavior and you're becoming, you know, to some, what some people might view as like toxic, you lose a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you realize you have a problem and then you join a new family and they're Mm -hmm. like, we understand that you messed up and you can be a part of our family. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what if I mess up one more time? You're better follow these rules. And you're out of our family (laughs) then again. So now you're alone again. And I'm like, I don't want to build a support network that's going to leave me in the yeah, in the event that like I I were to relapse or yeah. you know I were to use again. It's as I was talking about this with somebody I was dating. I'm dating right now, and I I'd, I'd I'd like I'd for, I feel like before I quit drinking, I thought like I mostly would just hang out with other people that would like also drink their ass off, and I would like yeah. only date people that drank like crazy because I would be like I don't want to feel weird when I'm yeah, wasted yeah. and you're not. Yeah. I would I just felt like oh man when I quit. Who am I going to hang out? Yeah. There are so many people that are like, oh, you're so cool. Like they, they like yeah. want to hang out with you yeah. more. I had yeah. no idea yeah. that yeah. it was going to be, that would be, you could enjoy the daytime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Like Absolutely. you thought it was going to be isolating, but actually opened right. doors no, for you to like more quite connections. The opposite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, no, that's, that's really cool. cool. And, the, and I can hang out with people getting wasted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, and that's something like that I have more space for. I think like initially, like because I had like part of me missed it. Like when I would see somebody who was drunk, I'm just like, God, like this is this is annoying or I yeah. wish that was me or, you know, and it was yeah, mostly yeah. like jealousy. I would say it wasn't like that the drunk people are annoying. It was I'm annoyed. I can't also be drunk. Right. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. And I get that some people are not necessarily at that phase right especially being around other people that are getting wasted is like yeah well it's, too hard. It's, or some people can never get that's like that's the thing that i can't be around or yeah. i will spiral yeah yeah i definitely like work with some people who are like no i can't even like go to a bar to hang out and i'm yeah. just like yeah i totally i totally understand like for me like i had to have a good reason why you know mm-hmm. like well, yeah. if you have a, a a powerful and this is for me if you have like a powerful why then it's like you you know why you're doing it today you know you know why you're doing it at all but mm-hmm. like the the problem that I've always ran into is like getting sober for other people because like a lot of people are like, I'm going to shame you into stop doing this. And it's like, okay, what mm. happens if you're no longer in my life and that shame isn't there? Well mm-hmm. then why am I quitting? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. I don't need to. Okay, oh, yeah, cool. Never for anybody else. Yeah, you can't it. do anything really for other people in that yeah. way. <laughs> That's sustainable. Not permanently. Yeah. That's, yeah I mean, yeah, yeah, sustainably. No. Yeah. yeah. It makes me think about like, I had this one friend who was like, uh, 
like a really fun drunk. And like, mm. she definitely probably drank more than is like, you know, that would be considered like, you know, not healthy or whatever. Yeah. But we talked about it one time and I was like, God, it, it sucks that you're so fun at this. And she's like, I was like, cause I know you want to cut back. And I was like, but you're not annoying at all when you drink. And you know, some people yeah. are so annoying that it's like, yeah. they're just eventually they're going to get that. Can, yeah. That can make it worse yeah. for you. Cause like, it's yeah. one thing, like all your friends are like, oh God, you're such a piece of shit. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. I was a fun drunk too. Yeah. I was, I was like, yeah. But it was like, I'm not hurting anyone. Was, but you yeah. probably were hurting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 no, but that makes it harder. But it also probably makes uh, the change more like solidified in the sense that like you're not doing it for other people because you didn't right. necessarily have to. Yeah, you had to really come to like how it was affecting you. Yeah, yeah. so I think it go both ways probably, right? Like, yeah, having the pressure could help, but also the pressure coming off kind of leaves it to you and your yeah, own relationship sure. with the substance in a way that's probably help more sustainable for like longevity of sobriety. Well, yeah. I didn't have too much. I quit booze during the pandemic, so there wasn't a whole lot of other people involved. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that was kind of yeah. That probably helped. Oh, well, I mean, I was every like everyone else. I was drinking a shit ton, and then like that physical thing started to come into play yeah. again, where it was like affecting my health and you know. Yeah, yeah. And but, it was just me. There was no other people yeah. to like be yeah. involved with, anyways. I feel yeah. like we talked to somebody else about this about when we were talking about drug use, like during the pandemic and them getting sober, and they were kind of like same thing. Like at first, I just went for it, yeah. And then I was like, all right, I think I'm. This is enough. I'm bored and I'm by myself, and I'm really yeah. just seeing yeah. how bad this is. Yeah. So I think yeah, I think yeah. a lot of people probably experience that, like a ramp up, and then like kind of like a check yourself because of the isolation. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, dope. We're gonna take a real quick commercial break. We'll be right back with a smoke break. And we are back with a smoke break. Uh, welcome back, finger guns. All they, around. Yeah, the all around. Pew, pew, pew. pew, pew this pew, is the Spider-Man meme. We don't support gun yeah. violence. Um, <laughs> but we do support pun violence. Ooh. I am your host, your old Kyle Zane. Here with Fuck Zoe off. Schwartz. <laughs> and Logan Laughmiller. Laughmiller is actually. Don't you fucking don't dare. You dare. Yeah, it's got real hostile during the last. Zoe Jokes is my stage name. Someone got my, oh, that, someone got my name wrong at a, like the only show I, big show I've done in Seattle and they introduced me as Logan Laugh Miller. Uh, ouch. I didn't know that was for a show. That's painful. Yeah. Well, I mean, luckily, it is spelled that way. Kind we're of, bringing right? the joke. L-O-U-G. Uh, okay. Bringing back the joke Do break. It. You all right? You folks ready? Yeah. This is from Let's Get Real, bro. They used to, we used to do their cards a lot more and then they had a weird dick one and then we did for a while. <laughs> so we're back. Getting real. The dick card's out. I pulled all the weird dick ones out. Yeah. First one is like, Zoe, Zoe, Zoe pulled her dick out. Okay, so what emotion do you feel? <laughs> what emotion do you feel it's the hardest to connect to? Uh, what emotion do you feel is the hardest to connect to? These zany cards. Yeah, these. Am I, right? I, was, I didn't even do that. You did. You did. I didn't. In, in here. In I your did. heart. In, in your heart. heart. What emotion is hardest for me to connect to? I don't know. Mine's like, anger. Mine's yeah. anger. I have a really hard mm. time. Like, And it's hard because I have empathy for anger because I struggle with anger, but it's also the hardest one to have empathy for because it's mm. like... I understand it from the perspective of of dealing with it, but like when other people are being angry, they get mean, and when they get mean, yeah. they get hurtful, and when they get hurtful, I lose compassion. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. What, about, what about you, Logan? What's uh, what what emotion do you feel is hardest to connect with? Uh, I don't know if it qualifies confrontation. Is that an emotion? <laughs> like a, it's it's usually. I, I mean, it's, well, it could be anger. It's kind of similar. It's like yeah, a, yeah, like yeah. I'm shitty at confrontations. Just like if it's someone true. like is come comes at me out of nowhere with aggravation i like i'm just like i'm just gonna go <laughs> like that's, yeah. that's my default is just like but sometimes you can't sometimes you are not in a place where you can yeah very true and i've actually gotten a lot better at that but there's still some moments that i keep me up at night 
Yeah. yeah where, where, like, where, you, where you wish you would have done more, wish they had done less. Yeah, where I felt like I let myself get walked on a little bit. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't sit right. I can relate to that. Yeah. yeah. I could definitely relate with that. Yeah. What yeah. about you, Zoe? Well, I was thinking and I was having a really hard time and then I realized I don't have any emotions that I have a hard time connecting to. In fact, I wish I could chill out on all the emotions. <laughs> yeah. I'm very Serenity emotional. Is, yeah. Is emotional. Yeah. I'm just like a very emotional person. And so yeah. I don't think I can say, yeah, I feel what like. What about in other people? Um, I would say probably like anger or like, yeah, yeah, probably anger. Yeah. Or like yeah. any sort of like, I don't know if it's an emotion, but like any, anytime anybody tries to power trip me, like in any way, mm, I yeah. get real triggered by that. Like I have a very strong sense of like injustice and I will get yeah. angry and like say shit I wish I didn't say and stuff. So yeah, I don't, yeah. if anything, I think my problem is how do I, uh, I like, you know, the idea of the window of tolerance, like how do I feel my feelings without responding to them so quickly? I think that's my issue when it comes, I don't, I, don't, I have a hard time overly connecting with my emotions. I would yeah. Say, so. Yeah. I get that with competitive people. I, I'm not very competitive, either, yeah. Yeah. but if someone else is like, Ooh, I fucking got you. Then yeah. I'm like, wait, no, no, you didn't. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I become competitive. Yeah. My reaction, but yeah. I don't like, I never instigate it, but I react to it. I feel the same way about being argumentative, which most people would probably disagree and be like, you started all the time, Zoe. But I feel like <laughs> I'm not. So you would argue with them? Super argumentative unless somebody tries to be right all the time. And then I'm like, I don't even know if I'm right, but I just am not cool with you thinking you're right all the time. Uh, so yeah. I'll get really argumentative and I don't like that part of myself. Mm. I wish I could just be yeah. a little more humbled sometimes. <laughs> Maybe is humble an emotion? <laughs> <laughs> confidence like yeah. that's one's hard for me i think the, the emotion <laughs> that would be hardest for me to connect with myself would be like uh like pride yeah oh, mm. that's i have a, a really one. hard time being proud of something that's, that's yeah. yeah yeah because it's like can i say me too yeah, <laughs> yeah. you absolutely can you absolutely can but uh, that one it's hard to be like it's hard for me to like be like oh yeah i deserve this like yeah. deserve like the word deserve people somebody's like yeah. you deserve to be happy and i was like can we not use like a different word like yeah maybe you should also have or you know like just yeah. something that's more reluctant and not like deserve or yeah. or you did really well you should be proud of yourself and i'm like yeah, yeah i just I, i'm somebody who i guess like sees too many things wrong with me so therefore i'm like you shouldn't be proud because of this this and this and it's just like or you should be proud because you conquered this this and this you know like i yeah. have a really hard time reframing that one yeah. like affirmations can help with that stuff like that that's uh -huh. one of my yeah. morning woo woo things yeah is, but it can yeah Hearing yourself saying it and like it just slowly becomes more of a yeah. reality. Yeah. yeah. It's like rewiring your brain. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, when I think about all the things that I've said to myself a hundred times that weren't true or weren't helpful, right. it's like, what would be the effect of doing the opposite? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. 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 Like that's a that's a good one. What yeah. about you? What's what's the one you have as hard hardest time connecting with for yourself? I said confrontations. That was probably my. Um, That's like with other people. So, like a, an emotion oh. you have with yourself. Well, do you feel bad about feeling bad? Like Do you feel sad about feeling sad? Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an easy react. I don't have a yeah. go-to like yeah. this one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, was okay. confrontations is the one I feel like I struggle with. I, I feel like that's per it feels very personal. Mm -hmm. It is yeah. dealing with other people, but it's my insecure, maybe insecurity around yeah. mm -hmm. moments like that. Yeah. Okay. Something I thought of when you were talking, Zane, is like, do you ever feel like you when like when you get comp like you get accolades or acknowledgement for something i do this thing where then i like i'm so uncomfortable with it that i will be like well yeah but it was like also like this and, and i'll find reasons why like i'm not totally like i don't get to take all the credit right like yeah. i'll be like well yeah but like this made it easier or like you know and like that was something that happened to me a lot when i was in downplaying your own accomplishments yeah in grad yeah. school because i was having hardcore like imposter syndrome and i was just doing all these things i was like had wanted to do forever but i was afraid to do and then i was being good at them but then also struggling and then just having this really hard time like acknowledging the parts that i was really good at 
And I'd constantly be like, yeah, well, it might have been like this. And then people kept pointing it out to me. And I was like, okay, like I, there's a lot, it was like social work, you know? So I got a lot of feedback. Like you don't believe in yourself. Like your work outmatches your confidence like consistently. Wow. And I was like, that mm. sucks. That's, 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 that's a really good way of putting <laughs> yeah. it. Though. Yeah. It's like your work outmatches your confidence. Yeah. Like my skill outmatches my confidence like time and time again. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, that sucks. Well, comedy, <laughs> comedy can reinforce that in some ways oh, too. Absolutely. Love, like, Cause like someone going like, I am crushing it. Yeah. It's, it's not funny. It's not like, yeah. Yeah. No, like we're, it's, it's fun for us to be self-deprecating. That's like our thing, right? Like, not even yeah. like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's like, it, it, if you're, you don't want to punch down. So like, if you're, so I if I punch myself in the face, <laughs> I had to punch up to do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. Are you going to do another one? Let's do another one. Yep. What do I need a nudge towards in life? Mm. You know? <laughs> I, I don't know. You, 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 yeah, like, you guys tell me. What do I need a nudge towards yeah. in life? I think, are you supposed to answer it for yourself or are we supposed to answer it for each other? Do for each other. It sounds it sounds like it can spin out of control. <laughs> what do you need? Well, we were talking about one a little bit earlier, like being if you're in a new relationship where you're not of uh, being like uh, okay with being vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're like my partner right now is is very has been very like forthcoming about like how she feels about me, and I'm like I also you are enjoyable a lot of the, the, the time as, as, as well we're together i feel nice yes yeah good feelings happen yeah. you're when you're here yeah, yeah. <laughs> i feel not bad when you come over yeah <laughs> closest i will come to saying i feel good is i feel not bad yeah, yeah. yes yeah. yes do so you feel like like being vulnerable is something you In, need a nudge towards vulnerable yeah vulnerable. yeah and i feel like that just stems from like past relationships where i was like well i was like all right i love you and then like something bad happens yeah, and, like, yeah. Under, like i don't know hesitance to like just yeah be the... yeah i so like yeah like almost just like a which isn't invalid no <laughs> it's not... no not at all yeah it's, i mean it's protection like we yeah. protect ourselves by doing that but i think we overcorrect and then we right. hold ourselves back from believing Good that things. something yeah and that's some, i was just having the conversation with somebody about that like uh yeah like how do you hold space for like the future relationships to be different in the future than Ooh. what like because your conception of relationships maybe might be negative and then when you get into one even though it is positive you're like oh no this is I'm supposed to be feel bad about this or right. I could lose this or, you know yeah, like, yeah or is the same thing gonna happen I, yeah exactly yeah. yeah like my big thing is like yeah like I get scared about getting attached to people because it just takes me a really long time to get over it when I'm even when I'm like ready to be done with the relationship I just yeah. have a hard time like uncoupling myself from people mm. so I get scared getting attached because I'm just like this is gonna end one day and then it's gonna be sad and I'm like it's gonna be hard yeah. to disconnect yeah from. yeah. That's so what would you me. what do you think you need a nudge towards um I think in that respect, yeah, just being more open to the fact, like, believing that, like, uh, my past believe is... in love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that my past is not indicative of my future. I think that's a really hard one for me, yeah. especially say, yeah. when it comes to relationships, but in general, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Zane? Uh, what do I need to nudge towards? Uh, let's see. I would say confidence. Confidence is something that, like, no matter how good or bad I do, I always feel the same about myself. Mm -hmm. And it's like, even when I, God, I'm just fucking bumming everybody out. <laughs> no, uh, no. Just, but I mean, like, I would say, like, recently, like, I've been getting uh, compliments and people have been like, oh, I, th I thought you did really well. And it's like, being able to accept that is, you know, it kind of goes back to the last question where it's like, oh, I have a hard time being proud of what I create. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. like, and I think like confidence kind of ties into that of like 
hey, you have a, a, a really cool fucking podcast. You tell some really cool yeah. jokes. You make some really cool music. Like these are cool tell things. Some really terrible puns. Tell some really bad puns also. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, it's all grouped in there. Bad good is the same. Yeah, yeah, with puns, definitely. But I mean, I think that like just being able to like recognize growth and, you know, like just be happy of like how far I've made it or like how mm-hmm. different things look than they did a year ago or two years ago, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. it's. Being able to recognize that growth, I think, like nudging myself in the direction of 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 acknowledging and accepting everything that I've created, whether it's good or bad, it would be you know just a good mm-hmm. place to start. Oh, mm-hmm. that, remind, that reminds me of a. Someone said this to me once, and it just rocked my brain. Of when you're in a dark place and you're feeling hopeless, is uh, think of the last time you felt this way. Mm-hmm. And think of all the good moments that happened in between that time mm-hmm. and the time you're in now. Or even go back far. If, if, yeah. If you yeah. Feel, but like you're missing, if you're ending things now, you're missing out on all of those good things like that that happened in between those two times. And you, had, and the, you know, the time before you thought it was never going to end. Mm-hmm. It's going to yep. feel this way mm-hmm. forever. Yep. Yeah. But it didn't. Yeah. 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 It's like over identifying with the negative and under like under acknowledging the positive. Right. Can make you yeah. feel like the negative happens more often when really like maybe there's more little positive things happening that you're just not giving. Yeah, we do. We give more weight to the bad stuff sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially when it validates like an old story about us or like yeah. a Or you feel like it's keeping you safe. You oh, know? totally. That's I, another I feel thing. Like feeling safe is like, oh, if I recognize this before it happens, then I don't have to get hurt. It's like, well, yeah, but you I don't know it. that it's going to happen and you're hurting yourself <laughs> trying mm-hmm. to guess that it might. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of like why I became funny, I think, when I was a kid. I was like, if I just make fun of myself first, then nobody else will have anything to say because I'm better at it than they just are. Falling on your sword, you're like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I know, I'm no, I'm ridiculous. Let's all laugh about it together, so you guys can't do it behind my back. <laughs> yeah, honestly, honestly. All right, let's see one That's more sad. card. Let's do it. And uh, yeah, we'll get out of here. If you were dating yourself, oh, what parts yes. would really suck? I'm glad this one came up. I was like, this is a uh, hard one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> is he still fucking talking about comedy? Is <laughs> <laughs> he really a 31-year-old else. dude who still reads comic books and finds hope in them? Yeah. Yes. They're hopeful <laughs> I'm wearing a Ninja Turtles t-shirt. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what parts would really suck? Um, my anger. That would not be super fun. My insecurities. Uh, all of my exes have told me are a huge problem. Mm-hmm. Pretty much those. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think insecurity for me would definitely be one. And uh, just emotional reactivity. I think I can be real. It's a really emotional. social way where to put way work way to put that. Yeah. My emotional reactivity. Yeah, well, I'm, you know, I explode. Mm-hmm. Lose my shit. <laughs> What about you, Logan? I feel like this is some old school Mormon shit. But I, I grew up Mormon. If <laughs> oh you're, yeah, but like, uh, yep, that's baggage. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. Yes. <laughs> well, no, but it's it's like the. Um, I I feel like and I'm much better about this now. And I'm cur- I'm currently dating someone that was also former Mormon, so okay. we both have like a foreman, some shared trauma. Yes, a foreman. <laughs> Jack Jack Mormon is the slang, but like, but no, the like the Mormon. this. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't leave breath for that. I'm sorry. You deserve... No, it's too That's two applause breaks during a podcast. Right. I'm overly celebrating Zane's dumb jokes over here. I'm all Logan. More credit for Zane. No, I, that's why I say bad, good puns. Like, I will... I've been the lone clapper at an open mic first. Like, that made me so happy. So they're also a Mormon. Oh, yes. Uh, well, I feel like there's kind of like a... Uh, everything's fine. Yeah. Things are like falling apart. Yeah. Uh, okay. And you have this like 
I don't know. It's and that's a very prominent thing in that culture uh-huh. of like things are going awful, but you are like, nope, don't show your weaknesses. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't I show mean, yourself. Yeah, doubt. don't acknowledge that things are bad or stay like an overemphasis on staying positive or uh, toxic yeah. positivity. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, it can be. A, there's like it's a, it's a weird gray area because yeah. I'm like, well, all right, I'll stop being positive. What do you what's yeah, the solution yeah. to the like? I think you're toxically positive, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, that is the smoke break. Uh, It's good to be back. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me on. This was fun. Absolutely. We're back. We're back. Yay. We will uh, see you next week. Uh, Thank you all so much. Way to play us. Bye. (laughs) 